Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. With the 15th pick in the 2013 NBA Draft, the Milwaukee Bucks select Giannis Adetokounmpo. The Bucks keep it alive here for Giannis. Giannis, Giannis, and Tanners. Welcome to the fans' exclusive coverage of the Pro Hoops Draft. Live from the Q Club of Wisconsin and Waukesha. Now, live from the Radio.com Sports mobile studios, here are your hosts, Ryan Horvat and Bill Baby Tauschmid. It's Ryan Horvat and Bill Schmidt, Baby Tausch, out here at the Q Club of Wisconsin, 2454 North Grandview Boulevard in Waukesha. Darius Basley from the United States selected as the 13th overall prospect in the 2018 high school draft class. Ryan uh, Basley did not want to uh, play in college basketball. He will go to the Utah Jazz here at the 23rd overall selection. Yeah, out of Princeton High School. So, I mean, every thing that we watch all film is him playing against high school kids but he's six foot nine I mean he's got a seven foot wingspan and he's versatile he's athletic but we really I mean he's a good rebounder they say but again he was playing against high school kids man he missed the full season uh, because he decommitted from Syracuse he played a season in the G League and then opted to take an internship with New Balance instead of playing competitive basketball so like under college it'll probably say New Balance I'm assuming or Princeton it just just says United States okay so he interned at New Balance so he and your boy Kawhi Leonard will be the two New Balance athletes in the NBA yeah most likely this guy may already have a uh, 622s deal like the dad's sneakers (laughs) 622 WX or whatever the hell they call those all white New Balance sneakers that everybody's dad mows the grass and and doesn't get rid of no matter how dirty they get I want to know what that was like for him to be the intern at New Balance so was this was he like the test product? I have no idea. Like, was, what were he they was testing doing out all of their basketball gear on him? It was just like a weird because that would be pretty sweet. I don't know. I'd be I'd be down with that. I would like to sign up for that internship. I just get to wear a bunch of new gear and then try to dunk and throw down to make sure it doesn't blow out my Achilles. Yeah, that sounds fun to me. Yeah, it was one of the more bizarre stories in college basketball history. Like I said, he was one of the top recruits. He was going to Syracuse. Bayheim was pretty excited to have him. All of a sudden, he decommitted. You figured he was going somewhere else. Ended up not wanting to play in the NBA, which I think we'll see that, you know, start to come, especially if we eliminate the one and dones here in two years. But um, yeah, guys want, just not wanted to go play college basketball. Yeah, wanted, wanted to get paid. Because who was the the top recruit in this year's draft that said he's going to go play in Australia? He said, "Dude, my my goal, my dream wasn't to go play in college." Right, and I feel like we're going to see that more often, and that's why Adam Silver is starting to understand that, and that's why he's just going to do away with the one and done. But yeah, so this guy. Decommits from Syracuse. He thinks he's going to go to another college. Says, screw it. Plays in the G League. Nobody watches. And then um, ends up, yeah, interning in New Balance. So we really don't know a whole lot about him except for he's tall, he's athletic, and he's lengthy. And might as well take a shot on, on a guy like that right now. Yeah, says that he attacks, attacks with ferocity to the paint. Can also knock down a couple of threes with some nice soft touch. Uh, runs a little bit with some long strides in the open floor. That, I mean, you can pair that with just about anybody in today's NBA, and Utah's going to do that with Donovan Mitchell and also now Mike Conley. Yeah, my boy, Mike Conley. Your like, boy, Mike Conley. Like what Utah's doing, like I said, especially I with Rudy Gobert, man. I love that pick-and-roll offense, and I like the fact that you could play with two guys that could play with the ball in their hands, and you didn't really have to give away a whole much. Oh. Here we go. We got a trade. Mayor Mitch Ross. Boston is trading 24 to the Suns, who are focused on trading or taking – I'm not going to spoil it right now, though. We're, we're going to save okay. that Okay, all right. So so they're coming up here to, to make a deal to yep. get a guy. So it'll be Phoenix selecting, but Boston will do the selecting yep. for Phoenix here. And one thing, too, the, the last pick was an Oklahoma City pick, which I forgot, which came from oh, Utah yeah, to right. Memphis, which went from Memphis to Oklahoma City tonight. So it went okay, from Utah to Memphis here. yesterday in the, in the Mike Conley deal. Okay. And then it went from Memphis to Oklahoma City tonight. That's right. So Darius Basley goes down to with my Oklahoma City. Pen. Yeah, it's uh, – <laughs> It's it's a lot to you know these all these trades and, and of course when you're looking at it on TV, it's it still has the original team and it's just confusing. But I'm trying to do my best here to keep you guys straight. Mitch, so, you're doing a great job, man. So we the, really well, appreciate you. it. Well, thank Sons you. I appreciate that. Are going to take Boston's pick, which we figured Boston was going to move some of these picks. So now you got Phoenix is going to draft here, 
That is correct. So this will be twenty-four. Yeah, this will be Phoenix selecting here. Point guard. They have to take a point guard. They got to take a point guard, and I think the best one available right now. People might laugh at this. Ty Jerome. I'm telling you, I think he's going to be a decent thick, pro. Thick, thick point guard. I like some Ty Jerome. You're going with you're going with power, and you're going with a guy that probably has hit his upside. Or do you think he's got a lot more in the tank there from Virginia? I think he might have more upside than, than, than we know about. But I like the fact that he's played in that system. He's played in big games. He's played in the big moments. I do like it. I think you just like Virginia. I think that's what it is. I like Tony Bennett. Number 24 pick with Adam Silver in Barclays Center, Brooklyn, New York. Pick in the 2019 NBA Bull, Bull. Draft, come on. The Philadelphia 76ers select Ty Jerome oh, from the University Horvath. of Virginia. Boom. Got it. They needed a point guard. Uh, All right. I guess I'm kind of uh, – and, and like I said, you know, you weren't going to go a scoring first point guard with what they're trying to run in their offensive sets. You were looking for a guy that could just set up the offense. And I think that's what Ty Jerome could do, and he could knock down some shots. He could defend. So on TV, this was made by Philadelphia. Then is being proposed to be traded to Boston, but we are hearing from our man, Mayor Mitch Ross, that this is going to the Phoenix Suns. Yep, that's going to the Phoenix Suns. So, again, okay. very confusing, but it is going to the Phoenix Suns, number 24. Now, the 25th pick will be made by the Portland Trailblazers for the Portland Trailblazers, correct? That, that seems to be accurate as well, Billy. Okay, all right, cool, sounds good. So now what can Portland do to improve on going to the Western Conference Finals? Now, Ryan, obviously it doesn't end well in the Western Conference Finals. They, they get they get blown out, they get run, they get swept by the Golden State Warriors, but they got stuff to improve on because obviously – the injury was one of the biggest things that kept them out of where they possibly could have gone. Yeah, so maybe I would add another big. I don't know. I mean, you're set in the backcourt, obviously, with uh, Dame and CJ. So maybe go like Bruno Fernando from Maryland, a dude that's, you know, big, gives you 13 and 10 at the collegiate levels, could maybe be a double-double guy with some experience. I don't know. I'd probably go with a big, though. I, I keep forgetting a name that I want to bring up and I want to see drafted tonight. You know, we all got our guys. I'm a big Carson Edwards fan. What he did in the NCAA yeah. tournament, that guy could just light it up. I know he's sure. undersized. I would love to see somebody take a chance on him. I really think he could end up being a double-digit scorer in the NBA. Now, he's not going to be a 20-point-per-game guy, but why can't he be like a 12-, 13-point sharpshooter off the bench? He could create his own shot. He'd give you 24 in the could Big you see Go- Could you see Golden State taking him at 28? Maybe. I could see that. I could see that. I'd Looks like, like they could probably they could probably lose Quinn Cook in free agency this year. And that would be a good move for them. We don't need Quinn Cook. Quinn Cook playing uh, valuable minutes down the stretch ever again. Or Drebko. Oh, come on. Now, Jonas Drebko, I can agree with you. I like, never want to see that guy play in the NBA playoffs that's, again. That's what screwed the Warriors over. Like, obviously, the injuries hurt when your two best players or two of your mm-hmm. top three players go down in, in Durant and Klay Thompson. But if you look at the first couple of years when the Warriors were winning champions, championships, the bench was was solid, but by paying Kevin Durant, Clay Thompson, Steph Curry, and all of a sudden now you're gonna have to pay Draymond Green too. But by paying all those guys, you weren't able to, you know, keep your bench intact, and so that's why Drebko's playing meaningful minutes in the playoffs. Or this Cook. has become a long night for Nasir Little, small forward from North Carolina, also Bull Bull, center from Oregon. Why did who's he even go? Rocking an incredibly glorious double-breasted suit. That is featuring just a massive spider web across the uh, left chest pack. I think it's an outstanding look. Bull Bull went because he got the opportunity to go to the NBA draft and I think get picked in the NBA draft. I think he's smart and he's building up his brand. I mean, he's already Minute Bull's son. But I, oh, yeah. There was a shot you weren't getting drafted. I wouldn't want to go sit there in the room all night long because you know they're going to keep cutting to you. You wouldn't want to pull an Aaron Rodgers no. and just go and sit there all night? No. I mean, I guess if you're Bull Bull and, like, they're telling you you could be anywhere from a lottery pick to not even being drafted, I would, because what do you got to lose? But if I thought that, like if I was little from sure. North Carolina, then I would not want to be in that room right now. I saw him going as high at one point as like eight, and now we're sitting here and he hasn't been drafted. Now, Bull Bull was one of the more uh, lightning rod picks, I guess, today. You're you're right. The, the speculation was that he was possibly moving himself into the lottery, and now here he's probably going to fall out of the first round here as we sit with 25. Nasir Little, once again, 33 games. He came off the bench at North Carolina. How much do you think that is keeping Nasir Little here in the green room instead of being drafted by now? Yeah, that's a great question. You know, maybe you're just looking at who he played with 
I, I, there's so much that goes into this, into the scouting. You know, this guy's not strong enough with his left hand, or we, you know, they'll find a. I like listening to the players after the uh, combine, and they talk about the questions that they're asked, and it's just like the most ridiculous stuff that you could ask. You know, they just try to trick you into stuff. Uh, they could find something in your injury history, maybe that you're trying to hide. Maybe you had like your appendix taken out, just like little things like that. I guess. Um, I mean, I'm trying to think with little. So he only gave you nine points a game. And he doesn't really play great defense off the ball, and he's skinny and um, struggles with uh, spot-up shooting and had some bad misses, including some air balls during the season. I guess that would really be the only knock. But, I mean, he played in Carolina's offense, so you could expect you're not. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm actually kind of uh, confused why he's still on the board right now. When you're talking about guys getting drafted for, for talent and, and being drafted for athleticism and upside, that would be the, the pick that you would imagine would have already been taken. Right. I just pulled up the Ringers mock draft that Kevin, Kevin O'Connor did, and he had uh, Little going nine. He had him as the ninth pick of the drafter in his mock and says, explosive, highly regarded 3 and D recruit who hasn't showed much in college, late bloomer in high school, and history could repeat itself. So maybe that's just the thing is that, you know, he's – Got to add some strength. He's got to get bigger and stronger. But all of these guys are somewhat projects, aren't they? Mm -hmm. Especially when you're taking dudes that are 19 years old. Yeah, I mean, most strange situation. There's there's not many picks outside of the first top three. You know, Zion. I think he's ready for the league. I think he's been built for the league for the last two years, and even yep. he'll have to transition. John Morant, the stuff he could do with the basketball, you can't teach that. And then R.J. Barrett, we know he could get you buckets. So I think those three guys are ready for the NBA. Everybody else is a project, in my opinion. Maybe not Cameron Johnson because his whole job is going to be defend and hit threes. It doesn't get much easier. It's an interesting situation that these athletes are being put in right now because – well, let me ask you this then. So at this point in time, it appears that the NBA is going to open it back up to the opportunity for kids to come right out of high school. Yeah. Do you believe that the G League can become the training ground where these guys are then learning with other professional athletes to play in the pro game and developing their game? Because these guys are not getting better when you're just sitting there playing four minutes a game and only running practice reps. I know. I just don't think it will ever be the case, though, just because of the competition that you're playing with. Like I, th I see better competition in the summer league, but you watch G League basketball and it's like, there's a reason why Christian Wood was averaging like 30 points and 25 rebounds for the herd. Sure. You know, the competition. Mayor Mitch Ross. So the Suns are sending a Celtics 20 or sending the Celtics a 2020 first round pick via the Milwaukee Bucks in the Tide okay. Jerome trade. So the Eric Bledsoe trade, that first round pick next year is going to the Boston Celtics now. Now I believe that pick is top thir top 14 protected next year. That sounds the Milwaukee right. Bucks. I know it had funky protection ever since it got, yeah. you know. I, I think and then it it's it, opposite protected this year or something. That's why the Bucks mm -hmm. still had their pick. It so. was it was top four. It was top seven protected this year, along with seventeen through thirty. Adam Silver comes up here with the twenty fifth pick, and we'll continue with that conversation. NBA draft. The Portland Trailblazers select Nasir Little from There's the Nasir Little. All right, great fit too. Okay, hey, he's going to be able to play. A Similar to Al Farouk Amino, I would imagine. Yeah, you know, and if if, if and if I'm little, man, I mean, yeah, it sucks because you're going to lose out on some cash. And you're sitting there at the draft, and you fell, and that's kind of embarrassing, especially when you're 19, 20 mm -hmm. years old. But you're going to a contender right away. You get to play with right Damian away. Lillard and yep. C.J. McCollum, and this is a team, if healthy, they could have been playing in the NBA Finals. Like no if, doubt. If that injury to Durant and to Clay happens, you know, in that series instead, they could be in the NBA Finals. So if I'm little, man, that's a great fit. Nasir Little comes from two uh, military parents. He will now go to the Portland Trailblazers, play for former Bucks head coach Terry Stotts. Now, I wonder here that, guys, when, when we get back to the conversation, so the Phoenix Suns have now traded the pick that was a part of the Eric Bledsoe deal for the Milwaukee Bucks. That was a top seven and 17 through 30 protected this year. That's how the Bucks were able to keep that pick if they were able to make themselves obviously a, a playoff team and not be the eight seed. So it now goes to, I believe, top five protected as well as similar to how it was 17 through 30. I think it's like 22 through 30 for the Bucks, and then becomes fully unprotected coming up here in 2021. That is why the Bucks are going to have to select tonight because you're not able to trade 
first-round picks in back-to-back mm. years before the draft. Yeah, exactly. Yep. So, okay. What? Oh, sorry. That was a st- <laughs> No, I was just sitting here looking at this. Ryan, th- if you are going to talk in this situation, we <laughs> need to have context. Don't, be, don't get me in trouble. We need to know that you are discussing Nasir Little's professional outgrade. I thought we had a trade popping up. That's what I was looking at. No, there. man, we got the Mayor Mitch Ross in the back for the trades. We don't have to worry about Woj dropping him on ESPN. The Cleveland Cavaliers are up on the clock right now with the 26th overall selection in the NBA draft. We'll take a quick timeout, come right back here. It's the Pro Hoops Draft Show live from the Q Club of Wisconsin, 2454 North Grandview Boulevard in Waukesha. This boy didn't call my name. <laughs> Amateur bars, man. Grown man bars is something you got to deal with. So all that elaborated, fabricated ain't going to equal up to this real The things we do for the glitz and the glamorous. Follow backs and like pics from your camera. Was about to pass cause you still in a pamper, bruh. And I never seen Floyd spar with amateurs. So this the one and only time I'm picking up the phone. I'm the type to keep receipts and to be left alone. I was raised to always keep the family feuds at home. On the set, I'm about to teach you how to set the tone. Where I'm from, big bank, take little bank. I'm a couple hundred mm. meal, this a field day. Don't respect hey. it, it's not an issue to check it. Never oh. really competed, but you boys getting reckless. Uh, I can tell this wasn't really what you wanted, reckless. though. You know one thing I'll say? Me again, what you a lot of know? NBA players have attempted rapping. Uh, Kobe Bryant, Thug Poet, Allen yes. Iverson dropped one. Damian Lillard could actually pull one. Yeah, Damian Lillard can rap. He can rap. From Oakland. By the Bay, they know how to make music. Who came at him? Oh, yeah. Marvin Bagley Marvin Jr. Bagley Jr. Mitch, give us a little bit more value. I got respect in both careers moving comfortably. You ain't established in the league for one. You got potential, but this rapping is a breeze. Yeah, got it's easy. You a clown, so yeah, just put the whole catalog. Oh, man, that is outstanding <laughs> stuff. Damian Lillard, the diss track. Great work, Evan Heffelfinger. Nice job. Appreciate that. As we turn that around real quickly, Dame just dropped that as uh, Marvin Bagley Jr. decided to tell everybody that he was going to challenge Damian Lillard to a rap battle that was not a good decision because uh marvin bagley i hope you can come with some smoke because you just got put in a body bag kid just uh let that one settle down marvin bagley yeah you gotta sit the next few plays out i get you can play on the block a little bit but if you're gonna step out from 37 feet away and drop down a three you don't want to come at damian lillard with that right 27th overall pick right now is going to be made by the brooklyn Nets at their home arena of Barclays Center in Brooklyn, New York. Dylan Windler. 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 It's my boy from Belmont. He earned himself some cash in the NCAA tournament. Dylan Windler. Sounds like a kid we used to throw in lockers in high school. <laughs> Mitch, you have a trade yeah. for us. Well, guess what? Another trade. This one, this pick is not going to be made by Brooklyn. It's going to be made by the L.A. Clippers. Are going to okay. be getting Dylan Windler from Belmont. Okay. Nice 3 and D guy, made himself some cash, so, knockdown spot-up shooter. So Windler will go, he was the 26th pick, so he will go to Cleveland, or was that the Wait, deal? Wait, I am confused here now. Sorry. Yeah, no, you're right. I think you're right. He's going to Cleveland. Windler's yeah. going okay, to Cleveland. Okay, yeah, so that was, that was made by Cleveland. 27 is going to be the Clippers pick. Okay, so this pick will be made by Brooklyn, but will be actually made for the L.A. Clippers here at 27. Got it. So this could be my chance. I got I got four picks away for Kevin Porter Jr. I can't believe this dude is not gone yet, but it's now the 27th pick in the draft. I'm, I thought he would go in the teens. That was a fin. So now we're hitting here for a dime on double or nothing for our for only skins bet of the day here, Ryan Horvath. Yeah, I'm not shocked. Uh, I didn't expect him to be taken, but when we got Dylan Windler, who I do like, I mean, another 3 and D guy that earned himself some cash. Tell me about your boy Dylan Windler. You you want to I mean, talk about Windler. I like watching Belmont. I like watching Belmont. Um, Why, because they usually get good numbers? Yeah, they do. and uh, They're usually given something like seven and a half, nine and a half. Yeah, they're a solid mid-major school. They went 20-plus <laughs> every year. Windler averaged over 21 points and 10 rebounds. Also a pretty good passer, but he could knock down shots and he could play defense. So there's a spot for him in the league, but... I don't know if he's quick enough. I don't know what positions he could guard. So we'll see how it works out in the NBA. The LA Clippers are an interesting uh, situation in a situation here, guys, because they are in hot pursuit of Kawhi Leonard, who is right now 
can we say the the number one free agent in in basketball? I mean, Kevin Durant yeah. would would be the one that I guess we've all talked about mostly. But Kevin Durant's going to be down down with an Achilles injury all year long. Kawhi Leonard just won Finals MVP, mm-hmm. and he could either go back home to Compton in South Central LA and go play for the LA Clippers, or he could stay with the Toronto Raptors, where they just won an NBA championship. Clippers are going to go get themselves an asset though here. Yeah, I still, I man, I still feel like the Clippers end up getting Kawhi. Like, just because they won the championship, we want to think that he goes back to Toronto. But what I keep thinking is, what does he have left to do in Toronto? Like, what else does he have left Win, to like, do? Win, like, three, four, five. And then you see the reports that say, oh, yeah, that, and be a Canadian legend. But then you see the but do you want to live in Canada? Like, or do you want to live in Los Angeles? Because I'm going to Los Angeles, especially if that's my hometown. I've wanted to go to Los Angeles my entire life. I don't know why you wouldn't want to go to Los Angeles, but then that's you, just me. You see the reports like the Lakers are going all in on Kawhi, but that's just not him. Like he's not going to want to go and be the third wheel in Los Angeles behind LeBron or Anthony Davis, no. or even the second wheel. No. Or if you want to tell him that you know he could be, he could play with the ball in his hands, he's still not going to do it. That's just not him. He's his own man. So I think that LA probably has like a sixty percent shot at landing him, and then I think Toronto has a forty percent shot at keeping him. Depends what reports you're reading. You know, we saw you bought property in Toronto. They were saying, but he already owns property in Los Angeles. Yeah, he has property to buy everywhere, right? Yeah, <laughs> maybe he just <laughs> maybe he just wanted a vacation home. Maybe he just, maybe he got a lake house up in Canada. I heard it's nice this time of year. Right, you could do pretty much anything in Canada. I think everything's now you there. can. Yeah, now you can. So yeah, maybe they, yeah. got, they got the dispensaries up there. They also do out in L.A. Plus, he's a low key guy. And if you live in Los Angeles, then unless you're going across the country, where are you going to vacation if you're already living in Los Angeles? So maybe he'll just want to go hide out after the season. He's a weird right. dude. He could eat his apples and just chill in the basement in Toronto. <laughs> Play some hoops with Jamal Murray and <laughs> right? R.J. Barrett. Maybe R.J. Barrett, Andrew Wiggins could come up there and chill out with him. Play some basketball. Could work out couple names that we still got on the board, right? Jordan Poole, who I don't know if we see get drafted, but there's a name from Michigan. Another Milwaukee legend. Carson Edwards, though. That's who I keep talking about. I want to see him get drafted tonight. Like, when we're coming to the point now where we're going to have picks fly off from Europe and Croatia where you're going to stock them for three to four years, why not take a shot at Carson Edwards? Especially if you need mm-hmm. backcourt help and a guy that could light it up. I don't know. I just think he's got the potential. Anybody that could put up the size points. doesn't bother you about him. Well, no, it does. But anybody that could light it up like that, I just like feel like there's a spot for him. I mean, if Seth Curry has a spot in this, sure. League. This is the L.A. Clippers making the selection. Adam Silver. It will be the Brooklyn Nets trading it to L.A. In the 2019 NBA Draft, the Brooklyn Nets select Fiondu Kevangeli from Burlington, Canada. And Florida State University. Another Canadian Cabin Galley. There you go. There's another Canadian. Goodness gracious. Yeah, I've seen him play a lot in the ACC over at Florida State. Pretty solid player. Actually kind of surprised that he he fell right here in the draft. Probably arguably Florida State's best player, and they were pretty solid this year. I think he's got pretty good potential, and the guy's just an athlete. I mean, that's all Florida State recruits. So you could do that scouting report for anybody that ever comes out of there. A guy could jump out of the building. He's an athlete. The nephew of Dikembe Mutombo is Kamengeli. Kamengeli, a center. He comes in right around a seven foot, mm-hmm. six nine or six eleven, seven feet tall for Kamengeli. A big dude that's going to be able to be a nice compliment up against Montrez Harrell, who plays down in the post, but obviously a little bit undersized, about six nine. Yeah, he blocks a bunch of shots. He likes catching alley oops. He could play above the rim. So definitely a good pickup right there. Like I said, kind of surprised that he dropped, but plays in the best conference in all of college basketball. So he's seen all the competition. I think his game will translate. Sure. It should be all right. It's a, I mean, you're getting a couple steals right here. Like, Little, that was a steal. You get a 6'6 defender like that mm-hmm. this late in the draft, and I think I think he has a better career. Like, like we, we're both pretty high on Tyler Hero, but I think either of these guys could end up having a better career. You just never really know at this point. Kevin Kelly is going to be one of those guys that can fill it up from inside and out. I don't know exactly how much he's going to be able to step back from deep, but Kevin Kelly can re- protect the rim and shoot from anywhere inside of 15 feet and be be legitimate. I yeah. mean, he can be a legitimate scoring threat. Yeah, and you could use him on the pick and pop. You already said he's the nephew of Dikembe Mutombo, so you know he's going to be blocking shots, give you a little finger wave. But the only thing about him is, like, he better have the big finger as wave. he is. Better have the finger wave. He's just another dude, though, that just doesn't hit the defensive glass. Like, he's just kind of soft when it comes to the defensive rebounding. But Can't you teach that, though? I feel like uh, if you say, hey, you're going to be out of the league in the G League and we're going to take all your paychecks away from you, you can. 
That's you would what it hope. comes down yeah. to is just motivation for some of these guys. You know, when you're not making any money in college at Florida State, compared to when you're playing for a big contract, I think it's a little bit different. The Golden State Warriors will select here the 28th overall selection in the 2019 NBA draft out in Brooklyn, New York. This is 105.7 FM, The Fan. We're out here at the Q Club of Wisconsin, Radio.com, Sports Mobile Studios, 2454 North Grandview Boulevard in Waukesha. Come on out. Still got chance for you to get wings up until 10 o'clock before the kitchen closes. Then, till close, $2 domestic pints. Come on out here. Q Club of Wisconsin, Ryan Horvath and Baby Tausch here on The Fan. This is the 2019 Pro Hoops Draft Show, live from the Radio.com Sports Mobile Studios on Sports Radio, 105.7 FM, The Fan. 105.7 FM, 12.50 AM in the Radio.com at Pro Hoops Draft Show. Live from the Q Club of Wisconsin, 24.54 North Grandview Boulevard in Waukesha. The defending Western Conference champion Golden State Warriors on the clock right now. Obviously, they're in some major flux here, guys. With the injury to Kevin Durant, the injury to Clay Thompson, both expected to be season enders for 2019-2020, and both were impending free agents. Now, Clay Thompson's father, Michael, has come out here and said that Clay's going to be in Golden State long term. Kevin Durant has made no such promise, but when you're the Golden State Warriors, you're at this point in time, you're in the biggest flux your organization has been in in the last five years. They've gone to five straight NBA finals. It's crazy. Yeah. An absolute dynasty that could be crumbling at at the teeth right here. Right. Did you think we'd be having this conversation? Because I certainly didn't. Even if, I mean, we knew Kevin Durant, well, we thought Kevin Durant was most likely going to leave, but we still mm-hmm. thought the Warriors would be like a 55-win team. Probably not title contenders. Well, I guess you could call them contenders, but probably not the favorites with Anthony Davis joining up with LeBron, but this just flips the whole script right here. It's going to be tough for them to be contenders at this point with those guys out. Adam Silver, the 28th selection in the 2019 NBA draft, the Golden State Warriors. 28th pick. In the 2019 NBA Draft, the Golden State Warriors select Jordan Poole from the University of Michigan. Wow, you literally just called that. Yeah, I like Jordan Poole, man. I mean, like he's a highlight. He's like a highlight reel, reel when he's on. Like he could score, he could get you buckets, but the problem is he's so damn frustrating when he's off. You know what I mean? Like he's a good ball handler. He could break down. Give me defenders. like a give me like a comparison to so frustrating when he's off. Like a Chris Middleton frustrating or no no like a J.R. Smith. Like what the hell are you doing? Like at least oh when, like, okay when oh, Chris goodness. when Chris Middleton's off. Oh goodness gracious! Like he's taking good shots. He's just not knocking them mm-hmm. down. When J.R. Smith is on another planet, he's taking like seventy five footers. Yeah, you know with with twenty one seconds to go on the shot clock. And I feel like that's a little bit of Jordan Poole turnovers. Um. Not a great defender, but I think the upside's there. Like I said, he that's where buckets. I remember the shot from. He's the one that hit the game winner against Houston. That was not last NCAA tournament the year before. And he's got the short shorts. The short shorts as well. Yes, DJ Wilson prototype is Jordan Poole. Also, a Rufus King alum, Milwaukee yep. in the house. Milwaukee's second number one first round pick in the 2019 draft is Jordan Poole. The first was Tyler Hero, who was selected at 13. Whitnell High School alum. So how about that, boys? Two Milwaukee men drafted in the 2019 draft first round. Also, think about this. There will be two Milwaukee natives, two City Conference alums on the Golden State Warriors, Kevon Looney of Milwaukee Hamilton. Now you have Jordan Poole of Rufus King. Yeah, so we probably won't get any Badgers. Unfortunately, Ethan Happ probably not going to get selected. And no, Ethan Happ will not get drafted today. And uh, we're not going to get anybody I'll from also, Marquette, obviously. I'll also go out on a flyer and say, I know this is going to shock everybody, Matt Health is not going to get drafted in tonight's NBA draft. I had him on my big board. Yeah, Matt Health is, is going to go by the wayside, not be drafted tonight in the NBA draft. <laughs> Good for Jordan Poole, though. And that, what a perfect awesome. fit. I mean, you get to go play in Golden State with Steph Curry. Like you said, well, you're, you're waiting here for a while, but still you get to go and be selected by the Golden by the State Warriors. Warriors. He's been to five straight finals. Yeah, and I like his game, man, because he could pass, he could score, he could hit threes. The only problem is, and if you watch his game at Michigan, what drives me nuts is for some reason he picks up his dribble. Like it's like I'm watching a seventh grader, and his turnovers, he frustrates me, and when he's off, he's off. But I think he could have a decent career. I don't know how he fits with the Warriors because I don't know what they're going to look like. Well, they're going to need some scoring. They're going to need scoring. I was like – They need scoring. We we saw that even with Klay Thompson on the floor when Kevin Durant was out. They needed scoring off the bench. Yeah, and I was convinced that I knew what their 
what they were going to do the Warriors. I figured, obviously, you're going to keep Steph and Clay. They're the two yeah. most marketable players in franchise history. They've mm-hmm. won you championships. You should just build the statue right now for both of them. Try to keep Draymond if you can, and Durant was going to walk, so then you try to rebuild the rest of the core on the bench. But now with the way that Durant and Clay went down and the fact that Draymond already went and saw Kevin Durant like before he had the surgery and they're all talking, I feel like they're going to try to run it back. And like their motto is going to be like, Hashtag unfinished business, and we're going to see I that just, Warriors team one more time in two years. Frankly, I've never understood why Kevin Durant would leave. Like, I, you have the perfect situation. You live in California. You play with the best team, and you get to play with all your friends. Like, I under, touches the ball. I understand the the idea that they were not that they knocked out Oklahoma City. Oklahoma City was up three one. How mm-hmm. could you want to do that competitive nature? But I would. I prefer to do a radio show with guys that. I enjoy in being around. I enjoy being around Gary Ellerson. I enjoy being around Sparky. So yeah. I'm, I would rather do a radio show with guys that I enjoy, not people that I don't like that hog the microphone or hog the basketball in Russell Westbrook. I'm going to go by somewhere that I can actually show talents. And that was the crazy thing about Kevin Durant is we all fell in love with him after he won that MVP. And he sure. Said, you're, M- you're the MVP to his mom's mm-hmm. speech. Everybody liked him because all the guy wanted to do was play basketball. He didn't talk a bunch of trash. Like, he didn't hear about him in the offseason. He wasn't getting in any trouble. He just literally wanted to play basketball. When you saw him in the offseason, he was actually playing basketball. The video came out. He was at Rucker Park yep. in New York, and he dropped like 80 in a pickup game. But then all of a sudden he became the heel because he joined the Warriors. When you look back at it, he just didn't want to play in that system with Russell Westbrook because Russell, Russell Westbrook doesn't pass the ball. So now I feel like for Durant, you go out there. Like nobody wants to be Charles Barkley. That's the problem with today's NBA is that everything is based off legacy. Your legacy is based off championship rings, and I blame that on the Michael Jordan mm-hmm. and LeBron thing. It's like, well, Jordan oh, for had sure six is, yeah. rings. LeBron's only got three. You know, LeBron. Kobe's got went, five. Right. Michael's so got or George got Your five, whole yeah. legacy is just built on rings. So Kevin Durant didn't want to finish with no rings, goes to Golden State, gets his rings. Now he wants his legacy to be, okay, I put a team back on the map like the New York Knicks. So I thought that's why he would leave for New York. But now the way it ended, I feel like they're running back one more time in two years and try to take out LeBron's Lakers and whoever's the top threat in the East. Okay, so Keldon Johnson, small forward from Kentucky, was just selected. Now this is a, this is something that I will I will not understand. So Keldon Johnson had one sport coat on. It appeared that it was a Kentucky Wildcat sport coat, as it had the baby blue and the white mixed in. Nice design look. He then is selected, takes that sweat, that jacket off, and is now in a clean, fresh, all-white three-piece suit. You see crazier stuff every year, right? So that was his plan? Like, I'm shedding Kentucky now finally <laughs> of myself, and now I'm going to the San Antonio Spurs? Maybe. Maybe he's becoming his own man, because like I said, at Kentucky, I mean... Okay. Okay. All right. Maybe Keldon Johnson is not becoming a San Antonio Spur? Uh, He is, but we have... Okay. The 30 pick is moving on to the Cleveland Cavaliers. Ooh. So the 30th pick that the Milwaukee Bucks traded last night is on the move again. You have to wonder if there's another piece coming to Milwaukee, perhaps, or something. I don't know. Unless it's straight up between those two teams, but you have to wonder. Maybe it's a three-team deal somehow. Yeah, it could be. Maybe the Bucks are last... getting, I don't know, J.R. Smith. Um... Oh, goodness gracious. That Guys, and that really could be a situation. I don't I, know I, anything. I'm just saying. Mitch, I, that, no, but you're right. That could be a legitimate situation because J.R. Smith was basically told by the Cleveland Cavaliers, so we're going to pay you. But just, just please don't show up anymore. Yeah. Could you just, like, not come anymore? That's happened to him multiple it, times. It's kind of a win-win. Like, it, right. It felt like eighth grade for me when they told me, guys, you know what, Monday, you don't have to come to class. But poor J.R., man, because we all loved him. He won a championship, and then he forgot. Who loved J.R. Smith? The people of Cleveland until he forgot. Until he didn't look at the shot clock in the NBA Didn't finals know what the <laughs> score was. Didn't know what the score was and cost the Cavs. He did not know one. his team was losing the game. I just watched a video of that again, and they go back to the huddle. And LeBron We're tied, Le- sorry. LeBron won't even acknowledge him. Doesn't I wouldn't. look at him. He's lucky LeBron wouldn't look at him. <laughs> Are you kidding me? If that was my teammate? You know. JR, go. You sit over there. You yeah. sit over there. No, I agree. You sit go, there. 
I agree. Keldon Johnson, man, with the all-white, though. I think that might be a steal, Keldon Johnson. That's a Keldon Johnson can play. He was a top-10 high school recruit, wasn't he? I, yeah, and I like a 6'6 guard. He's a 6'6 guard that could rebound. Like, he'll get in there with bigs and, and bang around. He could knock down shots, and he could create his own shot a little bit. I can see him being maybe like an Otto Porter Jr. He's physical. Um, but like I said, I mean, every year – Kentucky has so many prospects. I mean, you got to get yep. your shots up for Tyler Hero. So, like, you don't realize really what these guys are until they get out on their own. So, Keldon Johnson is the third of Coach Cal's cats to go in the first round. He is the third one. P.J. Washington goes first. He goes 12th to the Charlotte Hornets. Then 13th was Tyler Hero. The Milwaukee native goes 13th to the Miami Heat. And now it's Keldon Johnson, small forward, going to the San Antonio Spurs. At 29, the 30th pick, this is going to be selected by the Milwaukee Bucks. We had planned on it being for the Detroit Pistons, but Mayor Mitch Ross is telling us that it is now going to the Cleveland Cavaliers here for the 30th selection. That is correct. That's that's all I have for you so far. I have no, bowl, bowl. no further compensation or anything on that. I really hope it's not Bowl Bowl because I wanted Bowl Bowl. Primarily because I like the name and I wanted a jersey that just said Bowl on the back of it. Yeah. But for this situation for Bowl Bowl, he is – the Bucks are in a no-win situation because if he goes out and he's a perennial all-star, it will be like Dirk where it will be like, dude, really? The Bucks had Dirk. Right. Like, are you serious? The Bucks had Bowl Bowl. He went to like five all-star games. And instead, if he never plays really a game in the NBA, he'll be like, just won't even remember that he had a Bucks hat on. So they're right. in a no-win situation. Who do you think is this move for the Cavs? I also was uh, taken aback as I was looking into trying to figure out what Darius Garland pick was, what that thought process by the Cavaliers was. Jim John Beeline might just not think Colin Sexton's an NBA point guard. Yeah, see, that's the thing. We don't really what know. what happens to new coaches. We don't know what's going on there, right, because we don't know what John Beeline's system's even going to look like. The guy's been coaching college basketball mm-hmm. for his entire career. Yeah, we, we have, have no idea what he's going to do. That just shows how corrupt, and, and, and that just shows where the future of college basketball is going when John Beeline leaves the college game for the pros, though. I mean, we already see the reports that there's six top programs that are going down. We know one of them's probably going to be Kansas. We assume one of them will probably be Auburn because it usually is. And so that just shows, man, like everybody's going to try well, to get out Well, it's usually Bruce Pearl. That's exact. That's usually who it is. That's why Bill Self was trying to get himself out of Kansas. They're like, oh, Bill Self reported for the Chicago Bulls head coaching job. And I was like, something's going on there. And then, yep, sure enough, Kansas' name's in the reports. But, yeah, we don't know what's going to go on with Colin Sexton. Uh, you don't. This offseason is only going to get crazier. I, I couldn't tell you where half of these guys are going to end up. Usually you have a clue. Like, we knew Kevin Durant was going to Golden State. We all knew it. Yeah, that's I mean, true. We saw him yep. talking to Steve Kerr as soon as that series was over, and we were like, oh, there it is. We, you saw Steph Curry give him the pat on the chest, right. like, come on, cuz. We knew LeBron was going to Miami to play with Dwayne Wade. We knew LeBron was going back to Cleveland. This year, we really don't know where any of these guys are going. Like, I won't be shocked if Durant stays for a year. I won't be as shocked if they do that sign-and-trade thing so they could get some assets and they don't just lose Kevin Durant for nothing. I won't be surprised if they run it back. Nothing would really shock me. Would you like, be su- I would kind of be surprised if they did the sign-and-trade. I would, too, just because we've never really seen anything like it. I mean, we have, like, with, like, a Jimmy Butler situation where he plays for a year, but not he, like, sits out for a full year because he's not even coming back for the playoffs. Well, and no we, also, we also haven't seen, been, haven't seen it done since the Brooklyn Nets really did it and, and – train wreck their organization when they did it for all those dudes from Boston with Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett, or when those guys signed deals to then be sent to the Boston Celtics. I know Kevin Garnett's deal was done with the Minnesota Timberwolves before he was selected or traded to the Boston Celtics in that Ray Allen, Paul Pierce, big three that was formed out there. Yeah. I haven't seen anything like it since. Yeah. So nothing will really shock me. I, 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 you know, Kawhi, I have no idea what he's going to do. And I don't think anybody does like outside of his people in his inner circle. Like, he could stay in Toronto and compete for another title, or he could be a Clipper. I know for a fact he won't go to the Lakers. Like, where's Kyrie going to go? It looks like the Nets. Where's D'Angelo? I want to know where D'Angelo Russell ends up. Phoenix? Maybe Phoenix. I don't know, though. Now they got Ty Jerome to build around. Oh, stop it with your Ty Jerome. (laughs) Saying Ty Jerome's a number one point guard in the league. I hope you're right. I'm sorry. I just don't see it. He's he's definitely not. He's a backup. All right, your Milwaukee Bucks on the clock about to make the pick, even though it's for somebody else. It's still fun. Let's celebrate it. It's the Milwaukee Bucks 
selection. Yeah, there it is. Woo! $2 pints feeling good out here at the Q Club of Wisconsin, 2454 North Grandview Boulevard in Waukesha. Adam Silver approaching the podium as we speak. But, Ryan, final final thought here as the uh, first round wraps up. You know, I uh... – I like what a lot of these teams are I like what Atlanta's doing. Mm-hmm. Atlanta's got a young core, and I think they're going to be exciting. As I've said about 150 times tonight, I really like what the Pelicans are doing because you were in – I mean, you made a bad situation, pretty a pretty good situation. Like, you were about to lose Anthony Davis, who you've built your franchise around. He actually won you a playoff series finally a couple of years ago, and now you lose him. But instead – now you bring in the most marketable player in the NBA. Well, in a couple of years, it's going to be Zion and a guy with the biggest upside. You got Zion. You got a great defensive backcourt with um, Lonzo Ball, and you got uh, Drew Holiday. We'll see what Brandon Ingram does. So I really like what they're doing, and they added another athletic big. So I mean, they—that's the other thing—is like I don't know if all those guys are even going to play together. But you have assets now. If it doesn't work out, yeah, that's great. true. You you have pieces. Now the Milwaukee Bucks will select. We got a Giannis City Edition jersey <laughs> this poor guy. that looks like it's a schmedium on that young gentleman. Uh, he probably should have went a size up. My man was all excited about the 30th pick, flew himself out to Brooklyn, and now he doesn't even get to see it. Adam Silver with the selection. NBA draft. The Milwaukee Bucks select Kevin Porter Jr. Oh, the there University it is. Of oh, it could have been a buck. Too. And the Skins game victory. Nice. And for it, Bill Schmidt off Ryan Horvath. And look, he's draped in all green, too. Like oh, He it wanted was, to be a It was buff. a match made in heaven. It was supposed to be. It's a match made in heaven. Kevin Porter Jr., shooting guard from USC, a proposed trade that will go to the Cleveland Cavaliers, the trade compensation for the Cavaliers, giving to the Detroit Pistons, sit down for this one, four second-round picks in cash. Oh, okay. Four second-round second picks. What are you going to do with four second-round Well, flip them. That's Apparently, yeah. Well, in two, I mean, if you're thinking about it, you're Detroit. You need some money. That was why you wanted that playoff money. Yeah, exactly. You just sell a bunch of fourth-round picks. Be like, okay, here we go. There you <laughs> Who go. Yeah, needs it's, one? It's all we about revenue him. anyway. It's going to be interesting to see what Porter Jr. ends up, man, because, like I said, he could score. He could get buckets, but his shot's just a little flat. I don't know if he could fix something like that, but he could rebound. He could also block shots for a guard. He's six foot five, but he's got a six nine wingspan. He could also play the passing lane, so I think he'll be a decent defender um, wherever he does end up. All right, so the Milwaukee Bucks have selected somebody. It's Kevin Porter Jr. They had a deal done with for John Luer. This pick and Tony Snell to the Detroit Pistons. The Detroit Pistons flipping that pick, the 30th pick, for four second-round picks and cash to the Cleveland Cavaliers. That's also where Kevin Porter Jr. will be headed. This is 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Bill Schmidt, Baby Tausch, Ryan Horvath here in the Radio.com Sports Mobile Studios at the Q Club of Wisconsin. Pro Hoops Draft Party here on The Fan. You're listening to the Pro Hoops Draft Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Radio.com mobile, Radio.com Sports Mobile Studios out here. Q Club of Wisconsin, 2454 North Grandview Boulevard in Waukesha. I'm Bill Schmidt, Baby Tausch, Ryan Horvat riding shotgun whose pocket's a little bit lighter after the Milwaukee Bucks officially select Kevin Porter Jr. in the first round and wrap that baby up. Double or nothing, cuz. No, I wh- love it. What's with my own city costing me all this money tonight? Over here to the right, we got the Brewers getting trounced by the Reds. Yep. And then over here, we got Kevin Porter Jr. getting selected. Sorry, man. But, hey, aren't you glad that it's coming to me instead of some random guy in the alley? I'm glad that uh, Kevin Porter got drafted, to tell you the truth, because I saw this tweet that says, Kevin Porter led the Pac-12 in off-the-court issues last season, and I got a little chuckle during the Well, that's true. Yeah, that's true. That's probably why he fell. Kevin Porter Jr. uh, was suspended this year for uh, how many different games? Was it a quarter of the season, a third of the season? I was going to say, I'm talking about how he's got a flat jumper. I think if he's just able to stay on the court, he might end up making himself a couple That'll be true. Also, other uh, first-round storylines, if you're here on 105.7 FM, the fan. Two Milwaukee high school players get drafted in the first round, Tyler Hero and Jordan Poole. Jordan Poole of Rufus King, Tyler Hero of Whitnell High School. Hero goes 13 to the Miami Heat. And Poole goes 28 to the Golden State Warriors. We start up the second round with the Brooklyn Nets on the clock. Their first pick here in the second round. The first pick of the second round will be done here momentarily. ESPN, the coverage 
and we appreciate them allowing us for all the highlights tonight here on 105.7 FM as the fans Pro Hoops Draft Show here at the Q Club of Wisconsin. Still got yourself a couple of seconds if you want to get in here before the kitchen closes for 50 Cent Wings, but until they close here tonight, it's $2 draft beers, $2 pints out here at the Q Club of Wisconsin, 2454 North Grandview Boulevard. They're in the top of the ninth inning, Brewers and Reds. It's now 7-1 Brewer, or seven one Reds. I wish it was 7-1 Brewers. Me too. I, it, I just was hoping it was. Me too. You think if I just said it was 7-1 Brewers, everybody would be like, yeah, sweet, Brewers win. I think I'm going to take full credit for this loss tonight. Uh, a, I was, you ta- should, yeah, I was taunting. It is all your fault. I was taunting Tanner Rourke way too much throughout the day, uh, a multimillionaire. And then B, well, tell us about it. You have how many base hits against Tanner Rourke? Uh, six. And then, B, and then B, I laid down way too much scratch on the Brewers who just got swept. That was stupid. Well, Why dude, did you do you, that? You return home. They you got just a, won four straight. You got a four-game homestand at Miller Park against the Reds. And the Reds are playing good baseball right now. And I want to – see, I want to double down tomorrow night. But then you look at the pitching matchup and you Do I have to Sonny teach you Gray, how to gamble? Sonny Gray versus Chase Anderson, and I'm staying away from that. Thank you. Yeah, that trust. one that one I would stay away from. I feel like Chase Anderson like just pitched forty eight hours ago too. <laughs> like this, everything's just Gray. kind of like And everybody wanted Sonny right Gray. Next, and then in the next star gets shelled for like eight runs and three innings and get pulled. That's Ryan Horvat. I'm Bill Schmidt, baby Tausch, one oh five seven FM the fans. Pro Hoops Draft Show live from the Q Club of Wisconsin, twenty four fifty four North Grandview Boulevard in Waukesha. Get a sports flash from my man Evan Mark Heffelfinger and we're back right here on one oh five seven FM the fan. The fans' exclusive coverage of the Pro Hoops Draft, live from the Q Club of Wisconsin and Waukesha, is on Sports Radio, 105.7 FM, The Fan. Be sure to listen to The Fan all day tomorrow and react to tonight's draft with Chuck and Winkler, 6 to 10 a.m., Bill Michaels, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m., and 2 to 6 on The Big Show with Gary, Billy, and Sparky. Pro Hoops Draft Show live from the Q Club of Wisconsin, 2454 North Grandview Boulevard in Waukesha. Still awaiting the 31st overall selection, the first pick of the second round. And to the podium we go now for the Brooklyn Nets selection. Hello, Brooklyn. It's always great to be back here in my hometown. Welcome to the second round, and let's continue to embrace the next generation of NBA players. With the 31st pick in the 2019 NBA Draft, the Brooklyn Nets select Nicholas Claxton from the University of Georgia. Good for Nicholas Claxton. A Tom Crean product from the University of Georgia. Georgia. Nicholas Claxton being selected to the Brooklyn Nets. You're really right. Uh, Mayor Mitch Ross told us that Mark Tatum, the deputy commissioner, is really like he's the people's champion of this yeah, draft. He's, he's like the assistant coach on a basketball team, right, where you're, you're the nice guy, the good yep. the good cop, and the head coach is the bad cop. Yep. Everybody, Kendall, everybody hated David Stern. Right. But loved <laughs> and Adam Silver. And yeah, Adam Silver, Silver everybody still loves him, but, yeah. you know. Well, not everybody, but we'll get into that everybody. a little bit later on. Yeah, Chris Paul, I, I can get into that a little bit later. But no, you're you're right because the best part is too if you're if you're Mark Tatum, you get all like the fun things because no, if you mess up a name, so many people have probably turned the draft off that mm-hmm. you're not really going to get trolled too bad on social media. But if you really mess up a name. Everyone's like, oh, man, it's just Mark Tatum. He's such a nice guy. Right. Like, it is what it is. Mark it is Tatum, what, is. what right. are you going to get? Right, right, right. Or as if David Stearns did it, yeah, you'd rag on him for. Give us a little bit of Nicholas Claxton info. I like Nicholas Claxton, Bill, because, um, A, he's really tall at six foot eleven, And, B, although he's a lanky center, he's good on the switch. He's a switchable defender, and he's decent on offense. He's going to have to develop his jumper like a lot of these big guys are. But, you know, I mean, if you could defend the switch and you could – play some solid D and you're that big I think you got a shot to play in the NBA well as well too if you're thinking about Nicholas Claxton being there in Brooklyn he'll be with the Brooklyn Nets that's where this pick is going and that's where he will stay he's going to play against one of the best rim or alongside one of the best rim protectors in the league right now Jared Allen too so a, a guy that can really send the ball into the third fourth row yeah this boy can clean it up too. I mean, he probably let's say he's 6'11", 250. He probably goes like ten picks higher. But the dude, once again, seven foot, two hundred and eighteen pounds. 
So he's like a seven foot carry Kittles. So you got to put some meat on his bones. Like I said, or he's going to get banged around. But I haven't I saw been 218 player. pounds since I was 14. I, I'm about 218 pounds. I saw a player. Well, yeah, you are, you are gaining a couple over of, there. For him of uh, Al Horford, and I just don't see it because Horford's so strong. and he's. So Where do you think Al Horford ends up going? That's a great question, and I really actually don't know where Al Horford ends up. I thought he was going to end up staying in Boston with, Doesn't with appear Brad like Stevens. It. But, no, man, I don't know. It, it's going to see – it's going to be – it's just so much money. Oh, yeah, $30.1 million. That's That's a, a tough, tough run. Like, I wouldn't be shocked if, if, if they made it work with the numbers, like if he ended up in L.A., like whether it's with the Clippers or, or maybe like Brooklyn. Well, not Brooklyn. If you're going to get Kyrie, that's not going to work out. No. That's a great question. I don't know where Horford's going to – I was like half joking. I'd love to see him on the box. And I was listening to a couple podcasts. Yeah, too today where they were talking about the same thing. I mean, you'd, have, you'd be really spending in the luxury tax. I don't think they're going to go and do all that. Looks like I don't also know what Lopez, is but. what would be the ability for them to do that even though he, because he's not one of their own free agents. Right, and that's the thing. I don't. It wouldn't work with the numbers. There's really no way to make it work. I'm just thinking, I love Lopez, but imagine Horford and Giannis mm-hmm. on the court. That'd be just, I mean, you'd be a defensive nightmare. Who we got on the clock here, the Suns? This Phoenix Suns selection is KZ Okapala. Yeah, so now we're getting, now all the guys that we thought were going to go a little bit higher that yep. did drop are going to come off the board. And here's another super tall dude, skinny, but could get you buckets down low. So, you know, 15, 20 years ago, he probably would have been a top pick, but now because he's not really a three point shooter, he falls He falls out of the second round, yep. Dude's an athlete, though. Like, he could create his own shot a little bit as you watch on these highlights. Like, he could jump out of the gym, he could get to the rack, he played top competition, he could play the passing lanes, block some shots. So, maybe he ends up being a steal. That's been the Pro Hoops Draft Show. It's wrapped up. It's a final for Miller Park. It's a 7 1. Brewers lost. Tim Allen waiting in the wings back in the Hales Corner Studios to give you the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. I'm Bill Schmidt, Baby Tausch, Ryan Horvath. Thanks, man. It's been a lot of fun, dude. Thanks, man. It was nice working with you. I've seen you in like a year. Yeah, no doubt, man. It's nice when they let you out of that little cubby back there during the morning show. <laughs> My closet. Ryan Horvath, our thanks to everybody out here at the Q Club, Mike and Holly. Fantastic. We appreciate them having us out here for the NFL and NBA draft. I'm Bill Schmidt, Baby Tausch, Evan. And Mitch in the studio, guys, great job. Really, really appreciate all the help for our promotion staff as well out here at the Q Club. It's been a lot of fun, everybody, for coming. Thank you for coming on out, and thanks for listening to the Pro Hoops Draft Show here on 105.7 FM, The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.